So, not a happy ending. St. John's loses its second game of the season. First Big East game of the year. It's opener to Sandro Hall. I'm, I mean, uh, Seton Hall. That is uh, freaking Sandro Mamakushkavili. If I'm saying that even close to right, just give me a break there. I am sick of hearing it. 32 points. Uh, dominated the game from start to finish. Pretty much controlled the tempo. Had the ball in his hands for majority of the uh, their offensive possessions. Top of the key, breaking the press in the half court, using ball screens, driving, kicking, finishing at the rim, using his right and his left hand, and we did not have an answer for him. Tried a, a bunch of different players. Champagne couldn't do it. Husu did an all right job towards the end of the game, making him work. But uh, that wasn't enough. I would have liked to see us get a little more creative, maybe denying him uh, the reversal against the press, maybe making him work harder in the half court to get it. Regardless, that's a very, very good offensive player, and we didn't have an answer for him. And 32 points was just too much for us to overcome. Uh, second half, I mean, we started the second half down five points. First couple minutes that second half, they went on a 4 or they went on a four nothing run. Seton Hall, I'm sorry, did. And then we needed a basket, and Moore takes a one dribble, 15 foot pull up jump shot. We really need a good look at the at the hoop, and he takes an early shot in the shot clock, one dribble pull up. Terrible, terrible decision. Then he gets uh, beat on the other end, and I don't think we saw him again for the rest of the game. So wasn't a great game for Moore tonight, and we could have used his uh, size on the inside, you know, protecting the rim, maybe getting some easy finishes, and he did not bring it. Uh, he did it Toro. Toro, I mean, dude, you got to get that one loose ball. I mean, I can forgive you for all the other stuff, but that one loose ball on the sidelines, you leaned over like a 90-year-old man and didn't even try to grab the basketball, okay? When you're not contributing in the ways that we thought you would, you know, rebounding, finishing inside, you can't get us that loose ball, that hurts. That does not look good. But, yeah, so then we we, we quickly fall down 10 points at the 16-minute uh, mark in the second half, and from there, we slowly inch our way back in the game. Beat him by two points in the next four-minute stretch. Beat him by another two points in the next four-minute stretch. It's a five-point game with uh, four minutes left. The last four minutes, we get down to a five-point game. We had a little burst here. Dunn had a nice second-half stretch. He had eight points during a, a stretch getting to the rim, hitting some jump shots. He did hurt us towards the end. One killer turnover, missed some bunnies inside. But him coming back from that concussion, you can see you know, the different uh, impact he can have on our bench. Getting to the rim and kind of mixing things up when our offense gets stagnant. We did play a little bit smaller tonight. Um, Moore didn't have it. You know, Erlington didn't, wasn't productive. Uh, Toro, no. Roberts, no. So we saw some four-guard lineups, some Cole at the power forward. And uh, Don Williams, Wusu, you know, playing the two and the three. Wusu had a good all-around game, but he couldn't hit a jump shot. I mean, he had uh, six rebounds and five assists, and he was playing good all-around basketball, but he couldn't hit a shot. Um, and we really needed someone else besides Cole and Williams to hit some jumpers. Williams hit two in the first half, didn't hit any in the second half. Cole did hit one tough contested three, but then he missed that open three, down five late, wide open shot. Would have been great to see that one fall. Would have gave us a good shot uh, to finish off the comeback, but it wasn't in the cards. Um, you know, on the stat side of things, Champagny offensively was really solid, 24 points, six rebounds, 10 for 19. So that's like, you know, his average game so far this year. Defensively, he didn't he didn't do enough for me. He's not, and I understand being the primary scorer that takes a lot out. He's playing a lot of minutes, 
but he's got to be a better defender. He's got to have more impact on that end. He's he's very capable of being a, a, a really plus defender, not just you know an average defender. He could be making an impact on that end, and tonight we needed him to step up, and he didn't do that. Um, but he finishes so well on the offensive end. I thought that there was a, more than a couple occasions where he got bumped on his way to the rim or finishing through contact, and he didn't get those calls. And uh, in spots where I thought momentum could have shifted the, to our direction if we got those calls. We only shot 10 free throws on the night to Seton Hall's 28. Now, we did foul them a bunch down the end, so they I would expect them to shoot more than us. And in the first half alone, we weren't getting to the basket. Um, if you listen after this to my first half thoughts that I gave, I did mention in the first 10 minutes of the game, we didn't shoot a, a shot in the paint until 12.51 mark. Okay, Our first six shots of the game were jump shots. We weren't really going to the rim, forcing them to play defense. We were giving them what they wanted us to do, and that was jump shots for the most part in that first stretch in that first half. Once we started getting to the paint and wearing them down, we played with them. Okay, that's a team that's not better than us All right, at home. can definitely beat those guys. We have a, need to have a better game plan against Sandro on how to uh, slow him down and make other guys beat us, although they will be uh, you know, better, I'm sure, by the time we play them next time. They should have... Uh, their point guard back, Bryce Aiken, should be back by then. I, I, I would imagine that would be a different look for us to uh, prepare for. On our end, offensively, you know, we do – it's – when we catch the ball, we're never catching looking to shoot. We catch, we realize we're open, and it's time to shoot. You know what I mean? It's never uh, this guy's about to uh, catch and go right up with it because we designed him to catch it and shoot. It's swing the ball, see what happens. If we're open, we'll shoot it. You know, there's good and bad things to that. A very balanced attack, a lot of different threats, but sometimes it looks like no one's confident in their in their not ability, but you know that it's their time to catch and shoot. Williams in particular, Cole even you know Cole to me has been impressive in the fact that he's not hunting shots. I almost want him to be more aggressive on offense. He's 11 points, five for 11 tonight, um, and he's he's got this deliberate pace to him that I like. You know, it's not I don't think he's unathletic. Or slow, I think he, he plays at his own pace, and, he's, and it's hard for him to get sped up, and I like that. I think he should be more aggressive finding his shots. I think him and Champagne got to get more in a rhythm in terms of pecking order. You know, uh, Cole feeding off the space that Champagne should provide for him, and Cole being aggressive enough that defenses can't key in on Champagne. Um, Williams, 12 points, 4 for 10. Wasn't his best offensive night. Never really got it going. Did have a really, you know, a dumb foul, 35 feet from the basket late in the game. But, uh, you know, overall was pretty solid. He had a really nice drive and finish in the second half. He had another nice drive and went for the dunk. Got blocked by um, the 7-2 Hugh uh, Obiagu on Seton Hall. Um, but it was a nice take. There was two instances where they drew up a play for him coming out of a timeout, and Greg was aggressive getting in the rim. You know, when he's determined to do that, he can do that. But uh, it wasn't enough for the Johnnies tonight. Uh, Posh, zero assists. I think he's got to be more aggressive in the half court, getting in the paint, making things happen. Um, if he's not going to be a scoring threat all the time, he's got to be making other plays uh, for other players and uh, forcing the defense to rotate and to help off and to be active. And that's about it, guys. That's about it. 0-1-1 in the Big East. Georgetown next. A game that, you know, we should be favored, I would expect. I don't know. Maybe we won't be. Maybe we won't be favored. they got a game against Villanova tonight. We'll see how they do. I think on paper we're the better team, but uh, who knows with this season and you know one day of preparation, it's kind of a crapshoot. Anything could happen. So 
coming off this loss, we got to be prepared. We got to be, uh, you know, have a sense of urgency, have a sense of purpose, go out there looking to get this one on one record in the Big East, even things out, and then play from there. Getting your, digging yourself in that 0 2 hole. We're all too familiar with that. We got to put a, a stop to that. All right, so thanks for listening. After the you know the outro music, you can listen to my first half thoughts. Again, I had a wrong prediction. Of course, I predicted us to come back and win. We did not do that. Um, give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, and please subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and review it. Until next time, guys, we are. Some halftime thoughts for you boys and girls. I got a very wide array of audience members. Um, 35-30, Seton Hall up five points at half. Didn't get off to a good start on our end offensively, kind of slow sluggish. The first 10 minutes of the game, uh, we really didn't get any looks near the basket. First six shots were jump shots. At 12:51, Cole got a layup. That was the first basket we got inside the paint. Uh, on the other end, Sandro was getting in the paint, either finishing him his own, or giving it off for easy dump-offs. He's kind of been killing us against the pressure as like a, a press release, pressure release type deal. Tall, able to make plays, able to see over the press, and uh, we haven't really been able to speed him up or the team. So far, we've only had two steals in the first half. Seenal has had six turnovers, but some of them have been, uh, you know, not not directly leading to to, uh, to leak outs for us. Um, so we got to be able to speed them up in the second half. The, the second 10 minutes of the game, we started to get better looks. Cole uh, had a nice little drive and dish, had a nice little drive and finish. He sparked us that stretch. Champenny has been solid throughout. Williams hit those two threes. Uh, we tied it up 23-23 to 23 at the 440 mark. And then the last four and a half minutes, they beat us up 12-7. to 7. So um, game of runs, right? We started off a little sluggish, didn't get the shots we needed to take, kind of settled for, settled for jump shots. They were beating us up on the inside. Uh, that kind of swung in our direction, that middle part of the first half. And that latter half, or the latter p- portion, Seton Hall really worked the ball around, got our defense making a second and third rotations, and was getting open looks. They started to get some open jump shots. I think it's really important in this beginning part of this next half we set the tone we set the pace we've got some fouls to play with I don't think anyone in particular is in foul trouble so uh, we can be aggressive uh, with the pressure try to speed it up try to get some looks inside we can't let them slow it down and, and play a methodical second half my prediction I'm going to go with a quicker pace in the second half let's say the Johnnies storm back from behind and they're going to win 77 to 73. See you after the game.